Welcome to the Consciousness Anywhere and Everywhere podcast. I am Shannon O'Hara and I invite you to a completely new world of possibilities. Welcome everybody. So we've been doing Ease, Joy and Glory and it's today's going to be an interesting one on glory. So Ease, Joy and Glory. Glory is this sort of interesting aspect of that mantra in that it's glory is like this really almost old fashioned word, especially in like American English. And it's like this thing that's like tacked on to ease and joy in the mantra that sort of like people forget about it or don't even really know what it means. Gary defines it as exuberant expression and abundance of life. So I went on to the Webster's Dictionary um, 1828 definitions. Those of you guys that don't know, they started changing the definitions of words, literally, in 1942 in English. I don't know about in other languages. So what you, the definitions that you see in today's uh, modern dictionaries are like altered and bastardized versions of the original definitions. So you're going to want to go and look at an older dictionary pre-1942 to get the more accurate original definitions. Um, You can also look at etymology.com. It's something, it's a resource I use a lot to look at where words came from to educate myself. So uh, looking at the Webster's American Dictionary from uh, from 1828, glory, bright, shiny, brightness, splendor, blossom to flower, to flourish, brightness, luster, the moon serene as glory mounts the sky splendor, magnificent. So this is glory. It's the splendor, this magnificence, this brightness. It's like, how many of you guys are embodying splendor and magnificence and abundance and living? Or have you allowed your glory to wane or to dim? So everything that doesn't allow you to have a glorious expression, abundance and enthusiasm for life and living, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and create all of that now, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine pud puck shorts, boys and beyonds. Is exuberant living? It's interesting. This came up with the joy conversation as well. When you're openly joyful, is that socially accepted? And so if we look at glory, it's like this this brightness, this magnificence, this exuberance of living, uh, this, this glow of life, like the moon or the sun. Is that something that you feel comfortable about having in public, in society, in your families? Or have you dimmed, darkened, contracted your exuberance, your enthusiasm for living uh, to fit in with other people? Or to not be judged by other people? So everything that is, we revoke, recount, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all. Please, right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what if all of life did come to you in this, in this enthusiastic, inspired abundance? And what if your life was ease, totally full of joy, and had this radiant quality to it? And that's all of life comes to all of us or can come to all of us with ease and joy and glory. Now, that's the first step in the access journey. It's like when you 
explore any of the access tools, when you dive into any of the access classes, when you utilize any of the processes, they're actually all designed to get you to having ease, joy, and glory. Isn't that interesting? Is ease, joy, and glory a worthy enough target for you? Is it something that you value? Is it something that you seek? And I've asked this question in the previous two Facebook Lives, and it's something that I really would love for you guys to like, if you're truly interested in having, if you're really truly interested in changing your life, it's like, okay, why do you want to change your life? Why do you want to change your life? Are you just trying to get out of pain? Are you actually looking for more fun, more glory? Why are you like, why are you here? Um, And I know that's a strange question, a direct question, maybe even an offensive question, or maybe an inspiring question. Why are you here? Like, why here? Why this? How did you find me? Why are you, why are we, why are you listening to something about the tools of access consciousness? I oftentimes sit in, you know, we just did a big advanced class in Costa Rica, led by Gary and Dane. And I always am looking around at everybody there and I'm like, why did, how did these people get here? And why are they here? And not everyone comes to access for the same reasons or motivations. And I was just at a big body class in Brazil last weekend. And I was looking around at the room and I was like, wow, it's like, look at all the different ways in which people got here. And some people were there because they deeply desired something different. They'd always known that something else was possible and they were able to excavate it, actualize it, embody it through the tools of access. And other people were there just because like their friends were going or because it was like the new hot thing to do. It was like the new hot modality. And I want to talk to the real choosers. The people who will commit to themselves enough for any of these tools to actually work and eventualize or actualize now or in the future. It's, we can theorize about changing our lives. We can theorize about feeling better or yeah, one day everything will be okay. Or if I just like hold on long enough, eventually I'll be able to escape by dying. And it's scary how many people's points of view that actually is. So everywhere that might be your point of view or everywhere you might have bought that point of view from wherever you bought it from, that if you just hold out long enough, eventually you'll be able to escape by dying. Will you destroy and uncreate that, please? Whew. Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. We're actually talking about living. And that's what's so profound about access in its most purest, simplest forms is that it actually inspires true living. I had no idea what the fuck that meant for the longest time. I mean, I probably still don't fully get it. I'm getting it. And do you fully live or do you live in avoidance you know, it's like, how many of you guys have lived in avoidance to life, in avoidance to choosing, in avoidance to dealing with things, in avoidance to learning, in avoidance to changing, like in avoidance? How many of you guys have lived in reaction to everything? Like everything is just so intense and you react. I've been a big reactor, right? Like I'll just have like reaction, 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 not a lot of allowance, not a lot of allowance and ease for me. How many of you guys have been like dying to get out of your lives? And what if consciousness was accessed by living 
with a body on this planet and or any planet or some form of embodiment. It's like you will be conscious. No, correction. You will be with or without a body. When your body dies, you're, you will continue to be an energy. Whether it's conscious energy or not, that's another conversation. I've dealt with millions, if not bazillions, of unconscious entities. So just because it's a ghost definitely doesn't mean it's conscious. And just because you're going to die, just because one day when your body dies, doesn't mean you're going to all of a sudden miraculously have all your problems go away. You're still going to have to be conscious. And I've, I feel like I know this almost better than anybody else because my so my because so much of my life has been spent dealing with and talking to ghosts and having my mind blown again and again by how lost they were and can be and how many of them are so unconscious and so unaware and I'm like shit it's like you know and even dealing with beings who committed suicide and then they're still like frantic and panicked and unhappy and miserable and I'm just like sorry dude it's like you know, your body wasn't the problem. And so we do this funny thing where we think that like we can escape, but what is it you're trying to escape? Are you trying to escape actually having to be happy? So everywhere that being happy was like this big, profound, like wrong, naughty, evil, gross, disgusting thing that you needed to avoid at all costs, even give up your very life to get away from it. Will you destroy it and create all that, please? Shit, that's intense. Right and wrong, good and bad, all night. Pod, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, I'm running the access clearing statement. If you're not familiar with the clearing statement, trust me, it doesn't make any sense, even if you understand the definition of it. You can go to theclearingstatement.com to learn more about it um, or join an access consciousness bars or foundation class to learn more about the clearing statement. I'm not going to do a lot of explaining about the clearing statement. I was sort of playing around with doing perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving as the next four. So one on perceiving, one on knowing, one on being, and one on receiving. Um, I think that they are the most worthy areas to explore and how few of us really get what they are. It's like when I learned about perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving, to me, it was just a concept. I had no idea. And the more access I did, the more I started to actually get what perceiving was, what knowing is, what being is, and what receiving can be. Ease, joy, and glory, I think, is the the cornerstone, the the founder of everything that we build upon and access. And perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving are like the the pillars that we use to erect from ease, joy, and glory to start to build more layers of consciousness and awareness upon. It's, It's like... What if you're always aware and have you been able to really get what that awareness is or have you been misidentifying and misapplying awareness and in so doing, creating a lot of problems unconsciously in your life? So anyways, right, wrong, good, bad, all that, pod, pod, truth, voice, yes. Do you desire to live? And is your life this glorious splendor or has your life been not that? And if it's not that, do you desire your life to be exuberant or have you been trying to get out of your life and what are you going to choose today? And I'm talking to the people I'm talking to, I would like to speak to those of you who are truly choosing, 
those of you guys that are actually willing, able, and going to commit to really creating your life, would it surprise you to discover that like so few people really create their lives? The majority of the population, it's like, look around at the population that you know. How many people do you really see creating their lives versus people living in reaction to everything or living in avoidance to everything or people who are just having the smallest, tiniest, little tiny speck of a life or people who are, you know, living with under really, really strong medication constantly on drugs to go unconscious all the time, pharmaceutical and recreational. It's like, look around at the people you know. Don't look at fantasy land. Don't look on TV. Don't look at what your, you know, imagination. Really look at the people you know. How many people do you see who are really creating their lives, who really enjoy their lives, but like really enjoy their lives? Not people that you think enjoy their lives because you see their pictures on Instagram and you read their picture perfect stuff on Facebook or, you know, not people who project an image of life enjoyment, but people who are really truly happy in their lives and creating their lives and really living. I'm going to talk about living more in a second. And so we look at this phenomenon of life on earth. It's like all of the, we look at all the animals are themselves. They be totally, they think not, they know completely. Why are we the way we are? as sentient beings, we can think. And is that a blessing or is that a curse? We have this gift of intelligence, but how many people are really using it to their advantage versus to their disadvantage? And so what if living was your full receiving enjoyment of the gift of having a body on this beautiful planet and maybe another beautiful planet where we might have different bodies. What if living was the willingness to enjoy everything that this body and this planet has to offer? Meaning sensationally, physically, but also psychically, awareness-wise. What kind of energetic living can we be having that you have been avoiding or invalidating or going unconscious to or whoever taught you to go unconscious to it. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pud, puck, shirts, boys and beyonds. And if you were going to choose to truly live, what would you have to give up? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pud, puck, shirts, boys and beyonds. Wow, if you were going to choose to truly live, what would you have to give up? Everything that that is, we guys destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. If you were going to truly live, what would you have to be? I am only beginning to get what true choice is. And I can tell you a lot what true choice isn't. <laughs> true choice isn't hopelessness, hopelessness, sadness, and impossibility. It's like true choosing is knowing that anything is actually possible and all you have to do is choose it. 
And I know that that sounds frustratingly simple. And like, you want to be like, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but I have all these reasons for why I can't choose. So if you have any reason for why you can't choose something, that's not true choosing. The other thing I learned about choosing, which really blew my mind, and I'll share it with you guys for whatever it's worth, is that choice actually doesn't feel like anything. Choice is like, it has literally no substance. It has no force. If you're forcing anything, that's not choice. Choice is easy. It's abundant. It is like, you just choose to get up out of the chair. It's just like that. It's like that and that kind of ease about how you just choose to get up out of the chair. That's literally as significant as choices in regards to all of the stuff in our life. Getting up out of a chair has like little to no significance. But when you talk about like committing to your life and raising children and getting married and changing your financial reality and changing all reality, what choice could you be making to create that? And as Gary talks about, choice is one of the four aspects of true creation or creation. Question, choice, possibility, and contribution are the four aspects of true creation. How many of you guys have been choosing your life versus looking for the reasons and justification looking for the reasons and justifications for why you should choose or why you shouldn't choose? everything that that is so you just try and create it please right and wrong good and bad all nine pod puck shorts boys and beyonds if you're doing now this is an interesting thing about choice if you're functioning from right or wrong good or bad that's not choice that's judgment so everything that brings up we just try to create it right and wrong good and bad all nine pod puck shorts boys and beyonds if you're doing if you're functioning from right or wrong or good or bad, that's not choice, that's judgment. So there you go. Choice doesn't feel like anything. There is literally no reason to choose. Choice is free. It has no reason. It has no, there's no need. It's just choice. Run, walk, stop, live, die. Choice, choice, choice. It's just a choice. And it's this superpower of choice, I wonder if what living could you be choosing that you have been refusing that if you chose it would give you the superpower of living and everything that doesn't allow that and everything you've been doing to avoid that lifetime after a lifetime. Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and create it all now? Please! Good about all nine pud puckers, boys meows. Cool. This has been an interesting conversation, actually. I like this. I was like, glory, where's this gonna go? So, what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your bodies be to perceive no boy, be and receive more ease, joy, and glory with? everything that you think, everything that you do, everything that you choose, and every way that you be, and everything that doesn't allow that will you destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, all night, pod puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I'm going to finish today's conversation now. This was a really profound one. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, like get your bars run. You know, it's like 
If you've never heard of bars, go to accessconsciousness.com backslash bars. We'll give you all the resources. We would love for you to be utilizing the tools of access. The more you use the tools of access, the more your life changes, the more amazing the whole planet will be. Please know that you are a source. You are a source. The more empowered you are, the more you're choosing, the more ease, joy, and glory that you have, that you be, that you choose, the more it will be available for everybody on the planet. You are relevant. You can choose. Will you choose? And what is possible that you either haven't imagined, haven't been willing to choose, that you could now have and be be brave, be scary, not scared. And what's it going to take for all of life to come to you with ease and joy and glory? Bye, guys. Love you. Thank you for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find and choose. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes and share this with somebody who you know who might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on shannon-ohara.com or talktotheentities.com. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.